Gossip is like a disease that breaks down relationships and splits people apart. And when it infects our ministry, it can be a big problem because our youth sometimes are unable to recognize it as a problem or maybe unwilling to admit that it's a problem. So in this episode, I'm going to give you some tips on how to handle gossip so that you can nip it in the bud if it ever starts to arise, or if you're currently dealing with this, hopefully by the end of the episode, you will have a better idea of what to do about it. My name is Michael Collins. This is the Maximize Youth Ministry podcast, a podcast that exists to help you gain skill and confidence in youth ministry. Let's get right into it. So if you are dealing with gossip in your youth ministry, and that's why you ended up listening to this episode, you found it in your favorite podcast player or on Google, then you probably have already done this first step, and you should have already done this first step, but I'm going to say it again anyway, just to make sure we cover all of our bases here. You have to address the issue first. You need to talk to your youth group about it. If you're aware that it is an issue or it is becoming an issue, make sure you talk to your youth confront the problem. Don't just go online and try to figure out some way of of handling this without talking to your youth about it. That's always going to be the first step. Talk to them, acknowledge it, talk about how it's a problem and why it's a problem and address the issue directly. Uh, If it's one person that you've noticed this in, talk to that person. Let them know that their behavior is not acceptable and encourage them to change it. Um, It's pretty basic first step, but that is the first step is always if there's a problem address it head on don't hide from your problem but when you're addressing the issue when you're talking about this with your youth we have to set clear expectations this is a big one especially with gossip because like i said in the intro they might not know exactly what gossip is or they think that they know but they don't realize that they're gossiping every time they talk to their friends so clearly define it Give them examples, real-life examples if you can. Um, And and when you notice it in person, call it out. Uh, Be like, hey, what you're doing right now, what you just said, this is gossip. We need to not be saying these things. You know, and a lot of times people try to define gossip by saying, if you wouldn't say it to somebody's face, then don't say it at all. But people will justify it to themselves and they will continue to gossip and say that it is okay because they claim that they would be willing to say it to the person's face, even though they wouldn't really want to. Um, that that definition can sometimes have a little bit too much wiggle room in it. Sometimes people will try to define gossip by saying, well, if you think it might hurt their feelings, you shouldn't say it. But Some people are more sensitive about some things than others, and people can, again, justify this to themselves. They're like, oh, I didn't think that that would would upset you for people to say about you. You know, we don't want to leave any room for error, or we're going to leave as little as possible. There's probably always going to be room for error. But the best way of defining gossip or checking yourself to see if you're gossiping that I am aware of comes from Socrates. You may have heard this story before, but if not... This is a great way to explain it to your youth. So Socrates, the philosopher, uh, has a friend come up to him and the friend says, I got something important to tell you. It's about your friend. You're not going to believe this. You got to hear the story I just heard. And Socrates says, well, that's great. Thank you for coming to me. But don't tell me yet. I've got three tests that I want to run it through before we decide if I need to know this information. And this is kind of weird. So the man looks confused. He says, all right, let's do it. And Socrates says, all right, the first is the test of truth. Is what you're about to tell me something that you witnessed firsthand? And the man says, well, actually, I heard it from somebody else, but 
it is a very trusted source. This, I know this person tells the truth. Socrates says, ah, well, okay, but that doesn't pass the test. Um, if you didn't see it firsthand and know with 100% certainty that it is true, then it fails. The second filter is goodness. Is it a good statement that you want to say about my friend? Is this a compliment that you want to give them? And the man says, well, no, but the reason I wanted to, and Socrates says, stop, wait a minute, you want to tell me something bad about someone, but you don't know that it's true. That doesn't sound like a very good idea. And the last filter, he said, is of utility. So this statement that you want to tell me, you're not sure if it's true, it's not good, is it going to at least be useful to me? And the man says, well, not really. It's just an interesting fact I wanted to share. And Socrates says, well, if the information isn't guaranteed to be true, it's not good, and it's of no use, I don't want to know about it. So that's what I recommend you use and give that tool to your youth to use to determine whether or not something is gossip. Is it good? Is it a compliment? Is it true with 100% certainty? You know that it's true. And is it at least of use? Is it something that's going to help you in some way? If none of those things are true, or if it fails any of those three, then I would probably say it could be gossip. And hopefully that's useful to you. But whatever you decide to use, we need to make sure that we are being explicitly clear about what qualifies as a gossip and what does not. Because the youth will justify it to themselves. We all justify our sin to ourselves in our head. Uh, it's just human habit or nature. We're, we're always going to look for excuses for what we do and the reason that it's not actually bad. So try to eliminate as many of those excuses as possible. And I guarantee you, when you address gossip with your youth group, somebody's going to say, well, how am I supposed to know if somebody's gossiping? Like, what am I going to do if somebody just comes up and tells me something? Uh, I can't stop them from gossiping if I, if I don't even know what they're going to say. And so I would always tell them, tell my youth, tell my leaders when I was training teams of, of youth leaders, if somebody tells you something, if somebody says something to you that's gossip and you recognize it as gossip, you have two options. The first and most likely the best option in whatever scenario is to ignore it. Change the subject as quickly as you can. Ignore it. Tell them, eh, I don't want to talk about that. That sounds like gossip. Whatever you have to do. Just don't encourage the person to keep talking and don't ask any more questions and ignore it and move on. Don't repeat it. Pretend like you never even heard it. The other option is if you feel like this is something serious enough that it needs to be addressed or you're worried somebody's going to get hurt or anything like that, you can come to me. Come tell me or you would be saying come tell you and let you, the, the leader, you, the person in charge, be the one to handle the, the situation. Those are the only two options. So encourage them to ignore gossip when they hear it. Now, once you have established a clear understanding in your youth of what qualifies as gossip, I also recommend when you're addressing this issue with them and setting clear expectations that you help to emphasize the impact, the impact of words, the impact of gossip. Help them to understand the consequences of gossip, how it destroys friendships and relationships and why it's bad for the youth group. If you can help communicate this to people, to them, they're much more likely to try 
not to gossip at the very least. Um, a lot of times that's one of the excuses that people make up for gossip is it's not hurting anybody. So help them understand that it does hurt people and how it hurts them specifically. The next thing that you can do to help stop gossip is to foster open communication. Encourage open communication within your youth group between your youth, between you and your youth, because if they don't feel like it's safe for them to voice their issues and complaints to you, they're much more, much more likely to gossip about their problems with their friends. When people feel comfortable sharing thoughts and feelings with each other, they're less likely to resort to gossip. If they, And so you might be thinking, well, the issue is that they're sharing too many thoughts and feelings about other people, and that is the gossip. Well, the difference that between what I mean by open communication and gossip is if you've got a problem, you know, if Joe has a problem with Susan and Joe goes to Fred and talk, complains about Susan, then that's the problem. Uh, that's gossip. And that isn't open communication. Open communication is if Joe has a problem with Susan and Joe goes to Susan and says, hey, it really bothers me when you do this, right? And they're able to work it out. So that's open communication. Or at the very least, Joe goes to you as the youth leader and says, hey, I'm having this issue. Can you help me? Right? You want them to feel like it is your youth ministry is a safe place for them to voice their concerns and they don't have to just go to their best friend to complain. They can come to you or seek out a solution and not just gossip about it. Now, it can be hard to create a sense of open communication or to foster open communication. Something that helps is just in general creating a positive culture and fostering a sense of community. This takes time. Getting rid of gossip is going to take some time. There's no anti-gossip spray or quick fix that you can just do and get rid of it all other than getting rid of all of your youth, which I don't think is going to be an option. So creating a positive culture, a positive community where people feel connected to each other and you don't have cliques in your youth ministry of certain people who only hang out with each other. The less of that you can have, the more of a general sense of, of community, of a team, the better and easier it's going to be to have open communication and reduce gossip. It takes time. I the best One of the best ways to do this is using team building games. If you don't know how to about anything about team building, I mean, if you're in youth ministry, you're probably playing games anyway. I've said this before. I think it was episode three, maybe, on getting the most out of games. No, it was episode six. Episode six, getting the most out of games. Talks about team building if you want to learn more about that. But you're probably playing games anyway. Go a little bit further. Be specific. Choose games that are going to help your youth create a sense of community, grow together as a team, and it'll help reduce not just gossip, but all the uh, all of the issues that you'll have in youth ministry. And also, in episode eight, I talked about creating and changing youth ministry culture. So if that is the issue, if you feel like you're missing that sense of community or that positive culture in your youth ministry, I highly encourage you, go check out episode six on team building and episode eight on youth ministry culture. I hope those will be helpful to you. But the next tip that I've got is to lead by example. As a leader, you are also susceptible to gossip sometimes. Um, 
it it's hard. It's hard not to gossip, especially when you learn something incredibly interesting about somebody and you just want to share it and you feel like it's not going to do any harm. But obviously, we know that that's wrong. But sometimes we still mess up. We're not perfect. The key is when you mess up, if and when you f- catch yourself joining your youth in gossiping about somebody, it, stop immediately, address it in the same moment and apologize in front of your youth. Stop and acknowledge, hey, guys, I we've just been gossiping. I was gossiping. I know I've told you guys we're not supposed to do that. That was a mistake. That's my fault. I'm really sorry. Ask them to forgive you. And that will go such a long way in showing them that you mean it and that you're willing, you're a good enough leader to acknowledge your mistakes and apologize when you make them. And it'll show that you take gossip seriously. And it's not just something you say that doesn't actually mean anything. Like kids can sometimes tend to think. The next thing I've got for you is to have consequences for gossip. Once you've addressed it, once you've set expectations, once you've defined what gossip is clearly and everybody's on the same page, if you've talked to someone about gossiping and they're continuing to do so, it's still becoming an issue. There needs to be consequences. Have them leave the ministry for a couple days or a week or however your ministry is set up, you know, call their parents tell them to come pick them up that maybe is extreme i don't know how your ministry is set up but you need to have some consequences of some sort and when you have consequences use the tough case system if you haven't heard of the tough case system if this is your first episode of the podcast it's a system i developed for handling discipline problems in youth ministry without hurting the relationship between you and the student and getting to the bottom of the issue and really getting rid of the source of the problem so that it doesn't come back up again. So use the tough case system. It's free. It's at MaximizeYouthMinistry.com. There is an online course that is currently only a dollar. If you're listening to this far into the future, that probably has changed by now. But right now, when I upload this, it is still only a dollar. So I highly recommend you check that out. But you can get the PDF for free. Again, MaximizeYouthMinistry.com. Okay, I'll stop talking about it now. The last thing I've got for you is encourage forgiveness. When someone has been gossiped about, feelings get hurt, it's bad, nobody likes it. It, it, Like we said at the beginning, it damages relationships, it splits people apart. Help them to forgive. Encourage them to forgive each other, just like Christ forgave us. Help them understand the importance of apologizing and making things right if they were the one who was gossiping. Even if the person never found out about the gossip telling them hey i know they don't know what you just were saying about them but you should go over there and apologize to them anyway that's integrity that's owning up to your mistakes right it just helps them to take ownership of their actions and responsibility for their actions and own up to what they've done Um, now you're not going to get rid of gossip overnight it's going to take time but if you follow all of these tips it will go away eventually. Just stay in prayer. Keep taking it to God. Keep seeking Him first. And no matter what, all the time, every day, love the kids. I'll see you in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed that episode. 
At the time of recording this, we have five reviews on Apple Podcasts and four on Spotify. I would love it if you could go and increase that number by one. It'd mean a lot to me and let me know that you are out there, you're listening, and you're enjoying the show. Thank you so much for listening.